Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey today, and I'm um, going to be giving you a movie review of a movie I watched last night uh, called Ad Astra. It stars Brad Pitt. Um, I will go into the cast in a little bit, give you a little synopsis about this film. Um, uh, 30 years ago, Clifford McBride led a voyage into deep space, but the ship and crew were never heard from again. Now his son, a fearless astronaut, must embark on a daring mission to Neptune to uncover the truth about his missing father in a mysterious power surge that threatens the stability of the universe. So, that is your plot for this movie. Now I'm going to get into the cast, then I'll get into the scores from critics and fans. Um... Uh, basically, um, you got Brad Pitt, who is in pretty much every scene of this movie, for the most part. Um, plays Roy McBride. Uh, his wife is played by Liv Tyler. Kind of a throwaway character, really, honestly. Um, Ruth Nega. Uh, Nega, uh, I think that's how you pronounce her name. I'm not sure. Uh, from, uh, the show, uh, Preacher. Uh, she's in this. Uh, she has a few scenes, but, uh, yeah, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is in this movie, he plays the father, Clifford McBride, Donald Sutherland is in this movie, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, I was looking for someone else, I can't seem to find him, uh, yeah, Lauren Dean, uh, played Donald in this movie, Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, and Lauren were in a little movie called Space Cowboys together, and which was a space movie as well. Um, so I I got a little I got tickled at that fact that these three actors were in Space Cowboys. If they would have had Clint Eastwood make a cameo, I would have said this would have been a sequel to Space Cowboys. But uh, nothing like Space Cowboys though. Nothing. Um, that was a, a wild, fun adventure. This is not it, it's i'm gonna get into it in a little bit um i'll go ahead and give you the scores uh it got a seven out of ten on imdb uh metacritic gives an 80 percent which is pretty good for them uh google users though only 57 percent like this movie um now we go to rotten tomatoes because everyone talks about rotten tomatoes right uh so rotten tomatoes score is 83 percent a lot of critics like this movie they you know you I, I, Aaron told me he heard nothing but good things about this movie. I only listened to one review, though, and that's from the John Campia show. He thought this movie was boring throughout the whole movie. And I won't get into my thoughts in a minute. The audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, though, is uh, 40%. 40%. Usually, it's the it's reversed. Usually, the tomato score is down and the audience scores really up but not for this movie so um here's the thing this movie is a slow burn like it goes at a snail's pace uh, it really does it it is so slow the whole movie is slow I mean, it does kind of pick up a little bit uh in the second hour, uh, a little bit, not a whole lot. Even I thought the action sequences were slow. Uh, like there, there's a scene where there, it's a chase scene in space, and uh, it's just, it feels like it's slow. And I guess it would feel that way. I mean, you're in space, you know. So I mean, I, I guess it's accurate. It just, it's slow. <laughs> it's really slow. Um, 
there was a, a well, they get a mayday call and they go see what what it, what what happened and I love that scene, but even that feels like it's slow. You know, it just uh, it, it, it was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie besides the ending of when he, he finds his father. And essentially, this movie uh, is about confronting our fathers. You know, it's it's a you feel like his, your father abandoned you, you and your mother. So it, it's kind of that. It's, it's, it's about confronting your father deep, deeply, uh, deep down. I mean, that's really the really the, the plot. I mean, that's the motivation is confronting his father. Because he, obviously he didn't, doesn't believe his father betrayed, you know, his country or whatever. Um, but uh, here's the thing. Uh... In the theater I went to last night, two people walked out in the first 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, like, I didn't, there wasn't a lot of people in there. It was like 12 to 15 people in there. And I would say 11 or 12 of them had to take multiple bathroom breaks. Um, seriously, I mean, they just had to take a lot of bathroom breaks during this movie. It, I Like, I warn anyone. you. I feel to enjoy this movie, you have, have, you have to have... A great deal of patience uh, because this movie is so slow. <laughs> uh, great performances, though. Uh, it, Matt Brad Pitt nails his character. And if you've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, how charismatic he was in that, he is the complete opposite in this. He's downright boring in this movie, um, which that's the character. I mean, it's, he's, he's a serious guy. He's just. He just he just comes out to me as boring, um, uh, but he picks up a little bit, uh, you know, uh, in the last acts. I would say, especially that last hour. Man. That first hour, I remember checking my phone. Thirty minutes in the movie, I wanted to walk out. <laughs> I, I I was like, I don't like walking out, but I wanted to walk out. Um, but I didn't, you know, I didn't walk out. I wanted. It's like I was. I had a hard time staying awake. That first hour of the movie, um, and uh, it just—it it was boring to me. It—it it really was. And it, but I will say that the pace picks up a, a little bit in that second hour. It's a two-hour and three-minute movie. Uh, the second hour, I, I liked it a lot better. Uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot of stuff happened that second hour that I liked better. I liked the pacing a little bit better. This, the pacing is really slow, though. It is a slow burn. It. Like and I, and I don't mean slow burn like Joker slow burn or slow burn like Cop Car or uh, that Jeff Bridges movie with uh, Chris Pine. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but I don't. I'm not talking about that kind of slow. Like this is literally the slowest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> but I think one of the saving graces for this movie, like I honestly didn't know how I was going to grade this movie. I I, I still don't know to right now. I don't know what my score is. Uh, I eventually will get to it towards the end, but uh, I think one of the saving graces of this movie, you know, not only is it Brad Pitt's, Brad Pitt's performance, uh, his motivation, you know, when he finds, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but when he finds out something in the movie, uh, and they won't let him go on to complete his mission, um, he's heartbroken about it. He can't believe it. He doesn't believe it. Uh, 
you know, he, I'm not going to go in what it, what it is or anything, but when you finally see Tommy Lee Jones on screen, and it's not these little clips of videos they've shown throughout the movie, when you actually see him on screen, man, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, I, I'm not going to spoil anything for people that have not watched it, but it is magical, man. I, I haven't seen Tommy Lee Jones in a movie in a long time, uh, and I haven't seen him in a serious role. I don't know when, uh, but he is phenomenal in the short time he's in this movie. Um, the, the the scenes between Brad Pitt and Tommy, uh, I mean, it, it's it's gut-wrenching, it's heartbreaking, and it's it's so sad. It's, um, it is, but I think that is, for me, that is the saving grace of this movie, is when we finally do get to see Tommy Lee Jones on screen. Uh, his performance, uh, I mean, I... I'm not going to go and say, well, Tommy Lee Jones deserves an Oscar nomination for what little time he was in this movie, but he is very good in this movie. He's very good. Brad Pitt's good. Tommy Lee Jones brings, I don't know, he just brings an aura to this movie. He just, he, his presence, he, he, when he's on the screen, man, he has a presence on this film, and it just, it just made the experience better. But for most people, can you, can you have enough patience to get there? That, that is the question. Can you have enough patience to get there? And I don't think a lot of people are going to have enough patience. Like, they're, they're like the audience scores 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I've heard, you know, like I said, John Campy said this movie was boring. It had, and it has big moments. But they're boring. And I tend to agree with him. But, I don't know. I, I flipped the script a little bit in that second hour. And I'm like... I'm kind of getting into it now, and it just, and by the time I get to the end, I'm there, and I'm like, I, I'm accepting things, I'm accepting the journey that they went on, even though it was at a snail's pace, <laughs> and it was at a snail's pace, it's a very slow movie, I, I, I've i said it probably ten times, but it's a slow movie, and, and I, I don't think a lot of people are going to appreciate it in the end, um, but if you get there, I think you will appreciate it, but I don't think a lot of people will, can get there. I don't know, I mean, it, it it's all about, you know, we all say film is subjective. Well, in this case, this film is very subjective. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people are going to find this boring. But I think a lot of people are going to think this is a masterpiece as well. I think it, I think it's going to divide people. Um, you know, I, I, if you go by the Rotten Tomatoes score, the critics love it, but the audience didn't so much. I think it's going to divide people. They finally do watch this movie, whether it's in a theater screen or streaming or, you know, you buy it. Like me and Beth do, we buy films. Um, not all the time now, but we used to buy every film that came out. But we don't do that so much anymore. But I just think it's going to divide people. Would I watch this again? Probably not. Um, I think this is a movie is a one-time view. I don't think it's a multiple-time view because it's it takes so much effort just to stay with the whole film. Um, so much effort. You have to put in a lot of effort. And and I know that's saying something, but you know, as a, as a movie lover, as as I am, I, I'm okay with putting in effort if there's a payoff at the end. And I felt there was a payoff at the, at the end. I felt the ending was truly uh, masterful. I mean, I think the way it was shot was so beautiful. It's, this is a beautiful-looking movie. 
and the acting's really good. Everyone puts in 100% effort. As far as I'm concerned, Donald Sutherland's really good in his role. Uh, you know, smaller characters, uh, that you don't really get to know who they are, but, you know, like I said, Liv Tyler's kind of a throwaway character. Um, I think every scene of hers is like on a, some, like a little TV screen. It reminded me of Armageddon, actually. <laughs> Uh, with her and Bruce Willis on, you know, saying goodbye to each other. It, it, it felt like that, but you finally do get to see her in the final shot of the movie. Uh, but, um, I, you know, I, I'm going to see both sides to it. I really am. I'm going to see where people loved, absolutely loved this movie. Where, but I can also see where people absolutely hated this movie and thought this movie was just boring. And... I told my nephew last night, he said he was going to go see it tonight. And I was like, I'm just warning you, it's it's super slow. It's it's it's, it's a slow burn, but it's not your average slow burn. It's, it, it doesn't pick up speed like the Joker does. It, 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 it does pick up a little speed, but not much. Um, overall, I, I mean, I think Brad Pitt could get nominated for Best Actor for this performance. I... Even though I felt it was a boring character overall, the guy, the character also has courage. And and he does that. He does. Uh, there's a certain scene where he has to get on the, the you know, the, the rocket <laughs> that's going to shoot him. You know, the space shuttle is going to shoot him into space. The going to Neptune. Um, he has to do a lot of stuff just to get on it. And uh, it shows a lot of courage and there's there's layers to this character that if for the first act and a half I didn't really see, but as the movie went on, you know, he had to do whatever it took to confront his father, and there's a certain scene when he finally does meet up with his father. His father tells him something, and it's just heartbreaking to hear. It. And it remind it actually reminds me of Rambo: Last Blood. If you've seen that movie, you know what I'm talking about. But if you haven't seen it, you don't know what I'm talking about. But it reminds me of that. But this was better. Because they had a better actor doing it. Tommy Lee Jones is far superior than that actor in Rambo, Last Blood. Um, and I'm not talking about Sylvester Stallone. I'm talking about the... I might go into it. About, about that, well, it's about the girl's father. Um, what he said to her. It's a very similar situation with Ad Astra. But Tommy Lee Jones... He makes you feel it more, you know, and he, the sorrow in his eyes. I mean, there's pain in his eyes. There's pain in both of their eyes in that scene. It's gut-wrenching, and it was just, man, I would love to see Tommy Jones get nominated for Best Supporting Actor for this movie. I, I think there's a chance it could happen, but, look, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I honestly don't know. If there's a chance for that because he's only on screen like 10 minutes. And I know Anthony Hopkins won Best Supporting Actor for um, Silence of the Lands playing Hannibal Lecter, who was only on on screen for maybe seven minutes. So it's possible, but I, it just hit me in so many ways when Tommy Lee Jones was on screen. Um, I would definitely would have preferred if he was on screen more than what he was on, but uh, but that's been my. Uh, thoughts on Ad Astra uh like I said I think it, it's a it's a slow burn but it's it's beyond a slow burn it's um it's a slow burn that really never picks up speed the ending is has a lot of speed I, I, the ending 
is where he picks up the bet the most and the best. I, I really like that that last 15, 20 minutes. I really did enjoy it. Um, but it's a slow burn that, I th like I said, I think people are gonna love it, and I think people are gonna think it's extremely boring throughout the whole movie. And I will say this: it's a two-hour and three-minute movie, and it felt like it was three hours. And I can remember, you know, watching It Chapter 2 or Avengers Endgame. These long movies didn't feel that long to me. It didn't feel like a two, uh, two hours and 49 minute movie. Uh, Avengers Endgame did not feel like it was three hours. But this movie did. And uh, so that that's that. I mean, but I'm going to give my score. And it's so hard, you know. Because uh, I remember first hour, I was like, I'm going to probably give us a, a 1.5 out of 5 markouts. Uh, but... Then it started to grow on me, and I, I think by the end of this movie, uh, I'm gonna give it a 3.5. 3.5. Uh, like I didn't love this movie, but I didn't hate it either. Um, I mean, I hated the first hour, but I feel if you can get past that first hour, then I think you'll enjoy the movie after that. The, it's hard to get past that first hour. I'm telling you, uh, for me anyway. And like I said, it's it's all subjective. Um, and I really think this movie proves that point that it is a subjective film. I think if you're into space or astronauts, I think you're, you're going to learn a lot about that. I think this is a very true story for astronauts. Uh, you know, I mean, going to space is a very you know it's you know I. It's been a while since I've seen this a, a, a natural space film. I, I mean, I remember Apollo 13, but and I, but I mean, a lot of these space films are, are what action films, over the top action films, or horror films, like an Alien or um, Life with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, but this is a straight up space science fiction story. Uh, so I. I don't know. I mean, if you're into space, I think you, you're really going to enjoy it. If you're interested in that, you know. But uh, if you're not, you're probably not. <laughs> Look, I've always been interested in space and uh, the moon and, uh, you know, is there life out there? And, there, uh, and uh, that's what this, that's what the motivation of uh, Clifford McBride, he's trying to find life, intelligent life, out out there. And he has spent so many years trying to do it. I'm not going to give it away uh, if there is or isn't, but it's just he believes, you know, and he was willing to do whatever it took to prove it. And um, it, it was just, uh, he's only on, like I said, Tommy Lee Jones is only on screen like 10 minutes, but the performance he gives, man, is, is, is worth the mission, uh, it really is for me. Now the overall movie is, like I said, it's really slow. But you know, I don't know. That I, like I said, this is a hard film to review because there's aspects of it I hate. <laughs> there's aspects of it I think is, is 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 the most boring cinematic experience I've ever had. And I, I'm not lying when I say that. I do believe that. Uh, like I, I was truly fighting. To stay awake in that first hour. Uh, and uh, but it, it is a learning experience as well. I mean, you learn a lot. I feel, you know, um, 
to the casual viewer, you know, I think you learn a lot. But I don't know. It's it's. I gave it a three point five. It's better than I thought I was going to give it after that first hour. But you know, I w I think it's a one time watch for most people. Uh, whether you liked it or didn't like it, I think it's just a one time watch. As Aaron would say, it's a one time watch. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> um, I doubt that I'll watch this again unless Beth wants to watch it again. And if she does, she'll probably buy it and I'll watch it again. But I don't think we'll watch it again. But this has been my review of Ad Astra. Uh, stay tuned uh, for next week's episodes. Me and Aaron will be back together. Um, so just stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Out.